0: last week, we had a nice recap video. You made your way into Yonmas on this new mission. And at the end of that encounter with the charmed townsfolk that had attacked you in the street, after Inori filled gold three of them into unconsciousness, at least one other one was knocked unconscious. I know Nell whacked somebody with the longsword. The point is, you, you had a grand total of a single person, a single civilian, still awake in this intersection after you guys were through with them, so apparently you are not the correct party to get charmed into attacking, because I did very poorly for four out of five people. Four out of five Yanma citizens agree. Don't fight these guys. Oh, it could be significantly worse, I'm sure. They're just unconscious, not dead. The guards that eventually show up realized the situation was under control and you got talking with Volkus the last man standing so it is the last man conscious still <laughs> again none of you didn't you didn't kill any of them none of them were dramatically harmed but he's the only one who's still awake at the moment and you were <laughs> currently on your way out to a, a restaurant in Yanmis called Savory's. which you know is a super high-end establishment that you'd all gotten nice and dressed up for but seeing as Nell and Kahina are both very freshly stabbed on the back end of that, several times in Nell's and case,
1: and Dar's kind of soaking wet.
0: Yeah, you dove yeah. into a fountain. You dove through a fountain to get around these people.
2: I had to you drop get- my staff on the ground and got all dusty. I'm
0: looking good. You still go. <laughs> I'm all dolled up, guys. Every time I am getting dressed, I get getting <laughs> fights. That is actually a long-standing tradition for Anori. Most
2: of the times you don't wear a dress, you get in fights. So I don't think...
0: That is true. Is He's not wrong. He, I, can't, I can't disagree with him there. He took Volkus up on his offer to head over to the establishment where he works. A simple flank. A tavern and bar a little further east across town. So let me move us over back here to the Yanmis map real quick. Because this is a new little town that we're getting, uh, getting to know. Getting to settle into our new uh, area. I'm going to go ahead and say that's over here. Let's just go ahead and nominate a completely random location. I pick this. I'll put a letter on it. That letter is going to be A. What can I insert? Uh-oh. It's roll twenty uh, doing stuff. Can't put text on the screen. Okay, well then I'll draw it freehand style. I wanted to actually use text so it'd be pretty looking on a roll twenty, but nope. You get me physically drawing an A. That's all right, and I'll put that up here in the corner as well because we're gonna start building us a uh, a map key because he's gonna be here for a while.
2: Aeon Legend, let's go.
0: That will be. Simple flank. You guys were gonna head over there to something a little lighter fair, a little easier, a little more accepting to bloody and shredded dresses and soaking wet military veterans. (laughs) And now again, having taken the majority of the brunt of the stabbing, has decided that he is going to actually just call it night entirely. (laughs) Eat some more rations and head back to the apartment that the group of you had rented. And will not be joining you on today's adventure. So cut to about a 20 minute walk later. Yannmus is pretty large but it's not super gigantic. It's evening, the sun is setting, you're making your way about 1,200 feet uh, around the hill where the Commerce Hall is located, uh, arching up over the buildings and through the church side section of the northern end of town. And you arrive at a simple flank. And as you do, Bulkus turns and motions you inside. And you make your way into a fairly small, uh, a simple sort of establishment. It's probably more akin to something you would have seen in Marat, than something more in line with the general quality of Yanmas so far. There is a group of bards preparing instruments in the back near a fire. And the atmosphere is fairly friendly and jovial. He waves you inside. Now, you'd followed him here because you wanted to know more about. Well. Why he fought you. Why him and several other people had arrived and begun stabbing you immediately. And he gets a table, sits the rest of you down, and orders the first round of ale for everyone. I at least owe you that much, I'm sure. Again! I. I, I don't feel my life's properly prepared me to apologize for stabbing such fine swords as yourself <laughs> Not much of a fighter, really. Not something i ever seen, a situation i even mentally prepared myself for, but I truly am sorry for the whole thing, and I'm glad that you're all so surprisingly forgiving. Well, en-
2: Enchantments are a tricky thing.
0: Uh, they are, clearly. It's... odd. Uh, even though I feel fine now, I i feel as though I'm, I'm myself again. I don't know that I can right trust that, because I never felt like I wasn't. It wasn't like I'd, I'd lost control, I wasn't being piloted around in my body or nothing, it was my own ideas in my head. It seemed good and I was sure enough of them at the time, but looking back at it, I can't place how any of it made any sense. <sighs> Magic. It's a mess, all of it.
1: Magic is always a miss. As I squelch over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still very much wet. And uh, drawing the eye of a couple of people, but again, this is not a terribly high end establishment. They don't seem to have a whole lot of a problem.
2: So the so, server, I mean...
0: uh, a barman comes around with a load of mugs. I'm like, Locus, what's you doing here off shift? Thought you went home for the night. Well, I did, but. That was a bit of a long story. <laughs> I'll tell that one to you later, as soon as I'm then figuring out how to tell it to them.
2: Do you have Prestidigitate, Kati- uh, Kahina?
3: I do, indeed. What uh, is
2: it? A... You, you, you could have dried. Oh. Dara off with that.
0: <laughs> so, that's how you're... Just sitting there all wet do you? Okay, the follow-up question I have to ask out of character is, do you not have Prestidigitate, Valor? I don't have it
2: prepared today.
0: That's fair enough. So, uh, do you want to do that, Kena? As yeah. Dara,
3: oh, uh, sorry, Dara. Do, 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 do,
0: do. Uh, a quick wave of magic. and. <sighs> <laughs> you is that better? In. <laughs> you, Dara's dried yeah. off. I can't help go. but feel like this could have been done before. But again, I don't know the ways of magic. This is... Uh, I, it's... <laughs> it's
2: been a difficult day. <laughs> it on our minds. I
0: had a cousin. A uh, distant relation. More like a second, third cousin. A couple times removed them, I believe. I'm not really sure how the family tree thing works outside of you. your parents and your siblings, to be quite frank with you. But, none of us are magical folk, you see. But she was born spitting fire with words. Uh, sorcerer, the scholars called her. Uh, something that her blood kicked in and she didn't have to... Well, gee, the event that took her off to go study, of course, it was dangerous, but didn't learn nothing, just... Is, is that how it is? Because... Are you from a magic college? The group of you all being together seems an unlikely sort of gathering of mages. You're clerics?
3: Well, I'm actually from the Bard's College.
0: So my magic is bardic magic. He looks at you, and he looks back at the bards playing over the fire was damn magic. I tried to pick up the loot for weeks, tried it months even, couldn't get the hang of the damn thing. I knew it! <sighs> A lot of things made sense to me right there. But regardless, that's not... not what we're here for. Do you lot want to know... what brought this upon you, I'm sure? What brought me upon you, of all things? We would very much like to know, yes.
2: I know the thoughts felt like your own. Do you remember anything out of the ordinary just before having them?
0: Let me step this back a bit. Re- uh, rewind it a couple days. Uh, about a week, week and a half now, maybe. His dreams. Uh, surely you've heard about them by now. Hmm. If for no other reason than they seem to have taken the bear. Uh, nightmares. Uh, uh, nightmares, but strange ones at that. They're... I, I don't really know how to describe the whole thing. They're not terrifying so much as they are just wrong, unsettling and sinful, uh, thoughts no proper man should be having. I mean, they start off simple enough, The well, for a dream anyway, uh, hanging around with uh, family, friends. Uh, people I know, usually, people I'm close with beyond that, that makes it all the worse. But they they twist and warp and there's these, almost the same feelings that drove me to find you on the other side of town, overwhelm you and they, <sighs> and he starts, like his face actually starts turning uh, red. Not, like, pale fear, but, like, embarrassment. This is, like, mm-hmm. no, this is a DC Zero sense motive check. And there's this very, very flushed face as he's, as he's thinking about how to describe this.
4: Oh, let's not get shy now. We're just getting to the good stuff.
0: Look, I don't... No... The, how... The, it'd be more awkward if it was happening to you, I'm sure. There... A mix of sensual and cannibalistic. It ain't right.
4: Cannibalistic.
0: <laughs> I don't know how better to put it. To start off with a, a girl of fancy, a co-worker, a friend of mine, uh, or even just one I know. It's been my damn sister before. And what starts with, well, you know standard generally pleasant dream fair you get turned into them all sorts of ways driven apart with your teeth and it, I don't I don't like talking about it but if it'll help that is and really when interesting When I, wanna, twist. I wake up in the morning the sweat and bullets is I'm tired like I never slept I've been that way for weeks, and they just keep coming. First it was one, and then a couple nights later again, and now it's been both the last two nights, and I feel like I'm not sleeping at all.
5: I'm none barely awake, people, but I'm afraid
0: to lay
3: down. None of the people you've dreamed about ha- this happening to, none of them have disappeared, have they? It's not no, possible. No. That you- okay.
0: Right, it's rain. Huh. But I can feel it i am taken its told to be sure. I don't know how I mustered the strength to even swing a knife at you. In the state I'm in, I can barely do my job.
5: Hmm.
2: Have you uh, spoken to anyone else having these nightmares? Do you uh, know if it's consistently like that?
0: If or? I hadn't just been stabbing your lady friend here, yeah, I wouldn't be talking to you about it. I understand not, the but... material of these dreams ain't something to discuss in proper company. This is also true.
1: Have you noticed many of your friends being overly fatigued, like you have been? Now?
0: Not that I could tell, really. But it's it's been more and more of a plague. It's more and more people in the city been coming down with it. We don't have much of a staff here. We're a simple plague for simple men. That's what we say. Only got a few of the servant staff like myself and the proprietor. A couple maids making the beds upstairs. But well, yeah, before only a dozen the dreams, people at most.
3: before the dream started, before the nightmare started, had you done anything different than, like than your usual r- routine? It could be something that you don't consider being odd, but something you may have never done, like. Talk to someone you had never seen before or gone and eaten somewhere you have never eaten or drank before.
0: Mm. Nothing I can think of, no, but.
2: I mean, if he works at a tavern, there's new people coming through. Yeah, you see new faces every day. day.
0: Visitors like yourselves passing through town of merchants in for deliveries. Well,
3: I'm. One of the reasons that we are here is to help the city with the various issues and things and one of the things that was brought to our attention was this new sect of that has broken off from the church of abadar this new cult
0: the twilight's children i hate the word cult but
3: yeah the 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 yeah the twilight children have you spoken with any of them? Because some people, and we like I said, we are not judging. I'm just saying there are some people who are attributing these nightmares to
0: them. I and heard, their existence. I haven't heard I mean, anyone but that sort of idea. But you raise a good point. I was thinking of seeking out the help of the good people of Abadar. Heading over to the chapel down the road to see if they could do something about these dreams, but I uh, was talking to a friend about the Twilight's Children, and they do seem a fair enough sort. And they claim to be healing us, uh, healing the sick and wounded out of the goodness of their hearts and the glory of their Lord. I might head have down and give story. them. I, I might head and give them a talk to see if they can fix the damn problem. But well, certainly at the source of it, I'll tell you that
3: what Baylor cast on you to wake you up might actually have done it. So you might be nightmare-free now.
2: Really? Possibly. I, I I, don't know about that.
0: Well, I know better than to put full stock in any kind of magic. But if I sleep well enough tonight, I'll have you to thank. That's to be certain. There and was... if you don't,
3: please let us know. Because we definitely would like to get to the bottom of this.
0: Well, if you had here to help out, and I'm the first lady you've talked into, uh, look at the group of you—the the armor, the gear you got—surely uh, you better be it up on head, uh, not up on the hill talking to the banner himself. I understand he's got well, the same problem. Word he is, streets. and
3: unfortunately, he was not there today for us to talk to. But we did talk to several, uh, several others about about this issue. We were no. sent here to help with it.
0: I can give you one more thing, although this is just my own thoughts and I don't know nothing for magic, I don't know nothing for magic nightmares, but I done nothing out of the ordinary from my normal routine, other than, you know, lack of sleep the last couple of days, but nothing leading up to this. And it didn't happen before the dream's onset, so it might be nothing, but when I started having these... These thoughts. These strange ideas when I started seeing your faces in my head, even though we'd never met before. The day before that I saw a goat. That sounds crazy, hold on. A goat. But uh it was uh you know, forget it. It's it's
3: no, no, that's actually very
0: interesting. Please I love continue. goat stories. Well, it was a, it was a goat, you know, a pretty white. One of those what? What do they call them? They got they got a word for those. The the one of those white animals that albino, albino, albino goats. Yeah, but normally those albino ones, they have the, the little beady red eyes, makes them right creepy looking, in my opinion. But. This one, not a, otherwise look fully that albino, completely white. White horns, white hooves, but its eyes were p- black as pitch. I thought it was odd, but didn't think nothing more of it at the time. But uh, searching for anything the last few weeks, that might have been different. The only thing that comes to mind, that I've noticed. But if we got magic goats walking around town cursing people, then it... Yannimus has surely gone to the hills!
1: Where exactly was this goat?
0: Oh, it's outside town. I was, uh... meeting one of our suppliers for delivery of veils. I loaded loading the casks in the wagon and just... saw it outside the city walls. Out to the, to the east, I believe. Huh. But... Again, anything nothing of it. Other than it was a right strange-looking goat.
4: Did anyone else see it other than you?
0: I mean, we, we're out there working; <laughs> we didn't have a whole lot of time to go petting zo on the strange animals. And besides, goats ain't that uncommon. It's just I'm not a farmer. This might be a new breed. Hmm. As, like I said, probably nothing. But I'm 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 racking my brain for anything that could be different. That's all I got. No,
3: that actually is very interesting, especially if it was outside the city.
0: Baylor. I want you to yes. make me a knowledge planes check.
2: Only so an eighteen.
0: An eighteen. That uh, everything he's telling you. Uh, Between these nightmares and and feeling like he's not getting sleep, which is similar to what Nell had experienced uh, in the Palace of Birdsong back in Murat with Ellers and the Akeel, and now this strange form form of an animal he appears to have met, this is not unheard of kind of stuff. There are plenty of various either outsiders or fey, are even demons or devils that can take the guise of animals. Sometimes imperfectly in strange ways like that. But. You know enough that everything that he's described to you could very well be a lead. But not enough to know where that lead would begin. He doesn't ring any specific bells to you.
2: The goat could have been nothing. It could have been something in disguise. I have an idea, but it will have to wait until tomorrow for me to investigate further.
0: I'm going to be frank with you. At this point, I'm done with ideas. Uh, anything to make these dreams go away police i would i know would it. would love to help i i i know it uh, bad bad dreams it sounds like the outsiders but you can't understand how crippling this is
3: i mean if it leads you to attack people you don't know in the street and your baron is stricken with it i mean it's more serious than just bad dreams we recognize this
0: He looks around the table and lowers his voice a bit and leans in. I even heard people been dying. Like, I I got nothing firsthand, but... This is serious. Hmm. Still, though. The least I can do to make it up to you is around his ranks, and at least the next DOZEN TIMES you find yourselves in this side of town. If I'm on duty, drinks are on me. If I'm not, you're more than welcome to swing by me house and give me. But- well,
3: another thing that we could surely use, because we are new here and we are trying to get to the bottom of some of this, is just someone who can keep their ears open. And if you hear when people talk around here about certain things, to let us know. If you hear something, even if it sounds strange and possibly even not connected to any of this, but just like odd. The like the goat. Like anything like that. Somebody's sick. Somebody died suddenly for no reason and they were like perfectly healthy. Um, very much like the guards disappearing outside of the gates. Anything like that. It, it, all of it could be connected. Or maybe none of it at all but it would give us something to look into while we're looking around.
0: Fair enough? Well, I work afternoons, and uh, you're welcome anytime to come by, and I'll tell you what I know. I'm here every afternoon from noon till sundown, except for old days, but I'll keep an ear to the ground. Anything I can do to make these dreams stop. Hmm. Enter, obviously, well of course make it up for the stabbing, but I'm desperate. All the folks here is desperate. Everyone that's had these dreams is desperate. It's well it's quite late really a nightmare. But I'm sure you You going to get back to your beds and change out of the bloody dress. I don't know how dry you actually are. Any uh, gestures over at Tara. I-, I don't know how the magic, if it... I don't know, wet socks about as bad as any nightmare curse. <laughs> please. Swing by any day. I'll tell you if I've heard anything out of the ordinary. And get you drinks, obviously. Uh, and tell your friend. Uh, also, I apologize.
2: He will appreciate the drinks more than any of us here will. This
0: yeah. is very true uh, go to here because I don't have much else to offer.
3: Well he'll talk your ear off about brewing so we actually should probably uh, apologize to you in advance because he may come in and just talk to you for a very long time. I
0: have never done uh, never opposed to a discussion about good means! <laughs> but uh, even, if you, even if you got more investigations to do I'm pretty eager to see if this magic scared me of this plague. the wealthy father watch your footsteps and be safe please i don't know what it is that brought me to you specifically but i might not be the last Hmm. and with that he uh puts two gold pieces on the table waves to the guy behind the bar who nods and gets up and heads out
4: So, what's your thought, Baylor?
2: I have a spell I can prepare tomorrow to help me look further into this. Even a starting point is better than nothing to keep going forward.
3: If there is something... Oh, sorry.
2: If it is a creature doing this, nothing I would have cast on him would have cured that. Mm. And the cult or the church may be able to treat the symptoms, but without finding what the source is and reading that, I don't think uh, it's going to do much for long.
3: If something like this could compel a group of people to attack us out of nowhere, is it possible it could compel an entire regiment of an army to Pack up and leave.
4: Uh, I would it say should...
2: possible, right? It possible, yes.
1: No, as I said, enchantments
2: them. are very tricky things. It's never a guaranteed success that I know of to make anyone do anything
4: it's always referred to as suggestion magic, right?
2: Yes, and... even if something could affect a significantly large group, some of them would end up resisting it. Mm. I'm mm. sure.
1: I worry that the nightmares for how big their reaches across the city... I don't know much about any of this, but that seems quite alarming because even Ellers in the castle, his reach was only the castle.
4: What if it's not magic at all? What if it's a, a curse of some sort? And then that's a whole another ball game.
3: And then we're dealing with Janus all over again. Jambus.
2: Ellers was also bound to the service of someone and, my understanding, unable to leave the palace. If this creature is just here of its own free will, there's no telling where it could go and what it could do not having to answer to anyone.
3: What if it was, what if it is, what if we go with the idea that the Twilight children are actually not? as innocent as they perceive to be
4: based on what though kahina
3: well not based on anything i'm just i'm just saying i'm just throwing ideas out here to see what if they summon something what if they are doing what if the like the the what what's his rank in the church
0: who the one you talk to with the yeah uh... He's, a, he's Chief Enumerator is okay. his title.
3: what if what the Chief Enumerator fears is actually true? They are an a cult versus just an offshoot of do-gooders who don't believe that
0: you should charge money for doing good. Well, what's technically the definition of a cult? Because I, I think they're technically a cult. Yeah. Whether that I mean, makes them inherently evil or not is a different question, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they are definitely a cult. A cult.
2: The question is if they were to be causing something like this what is even the benefit
1: Well more people are looking towards them for help as the man just yeah. said
2: uh,
4: That's that's
2: a good point too. If they can't to create afford. the
4: problem and have the only solution to drive your exactly. own Exactly.
2: But if they're giving out the solution for free they are
1: getting in the, at the right side of people Then we mind. need
4: to find out what they're actually getting have to followers
2: out of it yeah maybe yes but for what is the question
3: yeah which is something even much larger if they're treating the ills or if people think they're treating the ills then they're pulling people away possibly from the church of abadar to them for who knows what maybe they need a very large ritual sacrifice for something and they need to be able to compel people to sacrifice themselves for it if you indoctrinate somebody into a cult and feed them your rhetoric long enough and they believe it and would lay down their lives for it, you could summon all sorts of stuff. Either way, what... It's um... just, just an idea. It's like yes. I'm saying, it's it could be totally false. It could be something something just randomly living in the area that's doing this as well. But I'm just saying... It
1: could lead many people to feel indebted to that organization mm-hmm. also. Well. Anyways, what do you guys think? How do you guys think we should proceed with
0: the investigation? Do we
3: still have to report into the constable to the police?
0: Good point. He did. Uh, uh, the, the constable, The he had wanted you to come down to the Firewatch headquarters, but he did say it wasn't like everything seemed to be in order. It wasn't super immediate and the we Fire could Watch, go in the morning the firewatch headquarters is also pretty close to where you guys currently are and i'll drag us back over to the map really uh, really quick here so we'll bring us back over yonder real quick like and you're up here the firewatch headquarters is right down there uh right near the center of town on that building it's actually a fairly small building
1: I I would not mind going.
3: We could drop by on the way home and just sleep in in the morning.
2: Before tomorrow. Get it over with. Did anyone else get any solid leads on investigating anything?
0: Um, Doesn't sound like it, really.
3: Well. We did hear that our, or I did find out that, um, well, we did find out that one of our, uh, one of our, the members of the committee was indeed missing. The one who runs the, uh, the restaurant we ate in earlier, but the lion steaks, he's not shown up.
0: Oh, and he supplies them. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So maybe we should find out where he went. I mean, it's not necessarily a huge lead, but something. It's something.
2: I have an address of a missing person who my understanding was a bit out there with their accusations of things going on in the city.
0: Ray eccentricity.
2: Normally something to be ignored, but sounded as though it's possible she stumbled upon something real.
3: And someone decided they needed to quiet her.
2: I have that, and then the cult as a whole should not be too difficult to look into Mm -hmm. are the two places to start.
4: I heard about the, the bandits might be operating northeast nine miles outside the city somewhere out there. That's always fun. Bandits, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Bandits, <laughs> Good old
0: bandits. Also, it's right in your house.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Why don't we start with inside the city and work our way out to the bandits?
4: Save the best for last. <laughs>
3: Not necessarily last, but why don't we, since we still don't really know our way around, see what we can pick up. um, And maybe, who knows, maybe your kidnapped person got kidnapped by bandits. Because when you're uh, someone who needs somebody vanished, (laughs) you don't do the dirty work yourself, do you? Usually you hire somebody else to do it. I'm sure that
1: the military is going to be, the missing military is not going to be too much of a quick fix or whatever made them leave is probably fairly substantial. But if we could get them back, then they could deal with the bandits.
0: Yes, it's true. We could At the moment, use the help. It doesn't help. seem like much of anything. It's going to be a super easy quick fix. But, with volkus retiring for the evening, you've got what little leads you have. Uh, I has a little bit about the possible bandit camp. Berlur's heard about... the uh, the address from that well let's go with eccentric woman uh there were of course the missing council members but i don't think there's much else that you're looking to accomplish tonight is there
2: no i was i was talking about when we go out tomorrow tomorrow what the plan could potentially be
1: do we want to stop by the police station
3: we can do that on the way uh, tonight on the way back maybe we could get some leads from there as well
2: if if they're available we can turn in our statement about the incident and everything
0: So you step out, and you head uh, about probably a five-minute walk, it's pretty close by, just a couple blocks away, down to the Firewatch Headquarters, which is an incredibly obvious building. Mostly because it is painted entirely bright red, uh, just like the vests that the guards themselves wear, uh, with equally bright white pillars supporting the various corners. Uh, The building itself is relatively small, but you can see built around one side, uh, what was clearly a later addition to the building, is a series of small rooms that are exposed to the air by a front door that's made of just slatted iron bars, like a row of jail cells, and on the other side, a set of stables with an assortment of the Fairly large, signature, tall than horses, and the lamps are still lit on the porch, and the guard is still posted outside the door. It's not the same one that it approached earlier, but he seems to be well, fairly vigilant in his duty, looking around the streets as you approach the building. And as he realizes you're coming to him, he nods. Evening. Good evening.
3: Uh, yes. The altercation earlier. We were the group that was attacked with the people brought in with the knives. I... We were asked to come make a report.
0: And the sergeant on duty had gotten the report about that. North end, the coin side, right? The other side of the commerce mm-hmm. hill? Yes. Well, if you'll step inside with me, please. I've Just a little paperwork to fill out. Mm-hmm. And he... It is very simple. At the moment, he seems like he's fairly distracted. His desk inside in his small little office—that's not even really a separate room from the main area—is covered in various reports and paperwork. Uh, most of it half filled up. And he sits down and briefly takes a simple statement from you get from a uh, whoever I, he gives like, it. Like
4: take a gander and like get a pick up on like what the majority, maybe see what some of it is as we're sitting down.
3: Some bounties?
4: Not necessarily Uh, bounties, but like uh, what's... It looks
0: like it's more clerical. Like it's more exactly what he's getting here. It's not like it's any major problems. It's just that it's the stuff he hasn't bothered finishing right now. The stuff that he just hasn't had an opportunity to finish out. The less important stuff. (laughs) Exactly. And you guys seem to be in that pile. As he takes your statement, writes a couple things down on a form, and then has one of you sign it. He doesn't seem particularly interested in who and adds it to the growing pile on the side of his desk and gestures back uh thanks you and leads you back to the front door outside beyond that he doesn't offer any further help seems as nobody died Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be lower on his list of issues oh. right now okay.
2: but he gets I'm, you out the door even the man he, yeah,
0: uh, actually let me double check because this is uh I, I I keep again I, I, this is the spur of the moment. I'm totally prepared for this session. Somebody might
4: need their their jaw wired, uh, First shot, off, it's
0: definitely it. a woman. Oh. My bad.
2: Hard to tell on the armor sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But when she takes her helm when she takes her helmet off when you get inside, you can tell. Uh and it's Chief Osfer that takes your report. But she gets you out the door in a real quick hurry.
1: Can I, as we're uh, walking by, kind of glance in the cells, and or are they like kind of tucked away? Can I glance? They're on the
0: side of the building, so you have to go around the side of the building to be build able to see and like really see into them.
1: Can I walk down the side where the horses are and like admire the horses as I like kind of glance in? Do
5: you need a opposite sides of the building?
0: <laughs> Stables are on oh, one side, jails are on the other.
1: Gotcha. Well, I may just, like, stroll that way and then (laughs) stroll back a bit.
0: (laughs) I want to go look at the jail cells real bad. You want to know what's in there. Fair enough. Just see if there's anything of interest. I don't know. So you uh, you stroll around, and I mean, looking in, nothing seems out of the ordinary to you. Uh, Most of the cells are currently empty, and the couple that aren't, like, nobody really stands out. There's just a two men and a woman occupying three of the eight cells down the side of the firewatch. Sure, are they the
3: people who attacked
0: us? Uh they are actually not apparently that's still being dealt with or they haven't been brought in. Because oh, you did or leave them not unconscious. Yet. Yeah, you did leave them unconscious in the street with one of the firewatch guards so they might still very much be unconscious. It's only probably been <laughs> like 20 minutes since that happened. They just heap the unconscious bodies in the cells.
2: It's been like a half hour, because we had to walk for 20 minutes. It's been it like a half hour. Well,
0: the point is, uh, it, this okay. is very brief. She doesn't seem yeah. terribly interested. and Again, she ushers you back out the door and goes back to her post pretty quickly.
5: As
3: long as right. we're not in trouble.
0: Yeah, no, you don't seem to be any trouble. Everything seems to be fine. She just seems entirely disinterested in this uh, this case, and really,
2: I just, know what paperwork's like. I'm not gonna bother somebody who's got yeah, a bunch filling of filling it out too. because
0: she <laughs> is supposed to. So, with that, are you gonna head back to your apartment for the evening? Yep. i get group, out you, of these yeah, group of you, clothes. group you, head back and meet up with Nell, and end your evening. Yeah, okay, Nell is already fully asleep. By the time you get there <laughs> and you end your evening surprisingly quietly with nothing horrible happening and uh, whatever minor injuries can and nell have suffered fairly easy to heal away or even honestly just sleep off because you were just barely grazed by these people just wildly swinging daggers at you and with that your first day in yanmas comes to a well interesting but not particularly helpful clothes. And you arise the next morning. What's the plan?
1: I'm gonna be putting on my regular chainmail and my crossbow. Sorry, ain't
0: going out and with us armor anymore. <laughs> like, nope, fill me <laughs> once. Not again. <laughs> not again, Janus. I will yeah. not be stabbed. <laughs> you yeah. didn't get stabbed, Hello. to be fair.
1: I did not get stabbed. So I'm going Only
0: forty percent of the party got stabbed. You're not even—you're not even statistically more likely than not to get stabbed, even if you do get jumped.
2: <laughs> I am going to, after I prepare my spells, walk out holding a book.
0: And uh, as you hold this book up, uh, and you emerge, Nell walks out as well and it's less walks out and more staggers and like the horrible nightmare magnet he is whatever this plague of dreams is seems to have found its way to him his uh, eyes are sunken and almost dark and he looks
2: exhausted even when he's not here he can't sleep
0: and he tells you guys that he can barely stand. And there's no way he'd be of any use in a, anything more than a liability in a fight. And he's learning, Inori, that sometimes you need to think about what you're doing.
4: There you go, big guy. Sit this one out.
0: And he's going to sit today's investigations out and see, a, try and recover from this.
2: I would question him to see if the dreams were of the same nature as were described the previous night.
0: All right, guess help me with Nell here. We think you know that it would be of the same nature. I'm not sure if Nell would be absolutely just like, oh yeah, absolutely crazy cannibal sex, or if he would also be kind of reluctantly shy about it. But I feel like Nell will be more of the former category.
2: I mean, he literally is carrying around the book of drawings and just like yeah. showing it off casually yeah. to people. That's I true. Think, like
0: he would deliver just like you said
2: it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now now this is right as the kind of man with a lot, a like, lot of dude, shame. you would not have believed that stuff. It was yeah, gross. Yeah, it
0: was super weird. Like, <laughs> if that had actually been Kahina, that's levels of messed up I can't even begin to reach to. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go lay down. And get guess Megan I'm gonna try and to forget
2: cigar. all those things.
3: I, 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 I need a drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, nine in the morning. Yeah, that's bad get, even after
3: that? Did you hear what he said? No! No, no! Do you hear the other things he says? Yes, but that's just, that's me! Wait, what part's
4: worse for you that. I don't. Oh, wait. I mean. Cannibalism or the. The
3: other. Like, I I mean, cannibalism's just gross, and that's just, he wouldn't. (laughs) Wow. But the other, I just, I can't.
1: I mean, cannibalism's gross and all, but I I mean. No. (laughs)
5: Maybe. Never <laughs> it's Nell now no. I mean, time no. of death 7.06pm That's,
0: 706
3: that's, PM. that's, that's oh. fine for Sepsinia oh. But oh, it man. isn't
2: what I want Shots fired, Gina
3: Shots she, she, she feels bad for oh. Sepsinia, that's
2: all that's going on Yes, uh. that's it,
3: exactly Exactly. Oh, Sepsinia's
4: my,
0: my friend
5: You were just digging
0: the hole right now
5: I, I wouldn't
0: <laughs> Do you guys Dara, have 5,000 gold on you still? Can <laughs> you afford to raise dead? Because, I mean, he's He's done. <laughs> yeah, he, he just buried. killed that man. <laughs> he's not even yeah.
2: here. I, I he... can't. No, yeah, he's unconscious on the bed. He'll be fair. Okay. Fair. Oh, no. Okay. Just... Well. <sighs> All right. So I'm gonna find somewhere to sit down with his book. Mm-mm.
5: Mm-mm.
0: So you hear in your head uh, briefly, Anari, the Ooh. voice of CRN he really seems like he wants us to ask him about that book. God, you not taking the bait.
2: No, I'm not. What
3: is that, Baylor? Is this a... the spell Damn that it. you're preparing <laughs> to help
2: us? I'm mean... <laughs> I'm going to open the book, and all of the pages are blank. I know
3: this one. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to get a lot of knowledge out of a blank book. But you are
4: Where's Dara? Dar, you wanna come no. see some cool magic? You gotta no. watch this.
1: I the magic thing, you 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 can you come can on. do Trust I you. don't know, it seems suspicious. I mean it seems
3: Dora. I think I Dora. think it's a party trick. Uh,
1: this is making it worse. I don't
0: like party tricks.
3: What uh, what is it, my lord? Just hey, tell me. C
0: R N is this asking okay, assness. Did he have to get another entire spell book? Was he in the library for that long?
4: No, I think he's wants to impress us with a with a spell. So we're just we're gonna we're all gonna group around and be really impressed when he does it. When he fills it up. It's gonna be awesome. Although, I mean I kinda know what's gonna happen,
0: but is still just thing at all the time with his blank book. I said I sat down with it. That sitting down with sitting there with this blank,
3: blank. Well, Kahina, I would
2: I would get up and I would walk over. I, I'm waiting for everybody to stop talking so I can concentrate <laughs> on a spell.
1: Okay, I'm standing at a safe distance.
3: No, I'm standing there looking over his shoulder a doorway, because I'm maybe, nosy like that, and this, I want to be kitchen. as far away from Nell as possible.
4: Nell is like in the other room. It dead, doesn't
3: matter. That's not far away enough after what
5: I heard this morning.
4: He's in the backyard under a nope. tombstone after what you said to him. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh -uh.
2: All right, so I am going to cast a spell, Mm -hmm. and the book is going to start filling with words, which I am very quickly going to start reading through.
0: Okay. So you cast a spell and start writing via magic, whatever this is. Is it right no. itself? Everyone, see doesn't respond. But, I'm reading. Yeah, page-bound <laughs> oh, epiphany. Shh. You magically scour the world's libraries for information that might refresh your memory about a, What? What is the... Where do you find these spells?
2: What? The spell list?
0: I mean, fair, but, like, okay. You let him loose in the library. Yeah, did you this think is, this, this is on
2: me. You this gave me access me. to every first and second level spell in And existence. apparently
0: you learned most of them. So, uh, as, <laughs> this the magic, as this magic is going and this writing is filling the book, uh, the book's pages fill with various paragraphs and selections in different scripts, fonts, organizations, uh, clearly from dozens of different sources flashing through its pages. And Baylor does not appear to give him any fantastic ability to read faster than usual. So he is just trying to glance through it, like skimming as quickly as he as he can, trying to find something. And after what seven rounds I assume after a a little over a minute of flipping through this book as words and text continues to fill it at seemingly random does he have a page bound epiphany Mm -hmm.
2: I get a 38 on a knowledge planes check
0: that's significantly better so after searching for everything he could find about this these dreams this fatigue and this whole plague even about the goat that the uh that vulcus had told you about he remembers what it is he had read about uh, what seemed to line up The subject of these dreams is not something unheard of and certainly not something that's never been studied before and pulled from the depths of every library in Galarian, every relinquary of man's knowledge, bits of information about a certain type of div start to fill the pages. Something called a paraka. Paraka are... Interesting creatures, but their two main notable abilities that they are known for, that would be what Baylor is finding in these pages here, are its abilities to torment a sleeping creature with terrible, lustful dreams that make them rest fitfully and rob them of any relief sleep would have given them. And these dreams are so twisted, and terrible, that the victim actually stops breathing throughout the night. It can, with prolonged exposure, or with somebody who already has other problems, has several times certainly caused deaths. But not even the most depraved of souls... Finds the, even the, the, the sexual nature of these dreams enjoyable as they are just horrific monstrosities just piles of heretical taboos and just the most uncomfortable things that could possibly exist their other well-known ability is that they are shape changers and that they can take the form of small animals but whatever they turn into they don't appear to be able to display themselves as anything other than a pure milk-white animal with jet black eyes. You're pretty confident that this is the work of a Piraka.
2: As the spell finishes and all the words wipe from the page, close the book back, just kind of frown sitting there.
1: Well, that was anticlimactic. Was that supposed to do something more, like, flashy, or...?
2: Did it work? I believe I know what we're dealing with.
3: Oh. What would that be?
2: They're definitely evil, right?
0: Super evil. I mean, not did, did you hear it? Did yeah, you, did you yeah. miss the I, description I, of I, what it <laughs> does to like, people? I, yeah, I figured as much. They're, I just, <laughs> they're pretty yeah. evil, yeah. This is, it's basically like a worse succubus that you don't even get to have sex with. And you could, I guess, yeah, that's, theoretically, that, that's, but... That's,
2: by by definition, worse. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a an very evil creature from another plane known as a paraca.
0: Ooh. Oh, you want to know the evil, you would know that their home plane is Abaddon.
4: That's really bad. Is that home where Dagon's the, from
0: or? Y- Yes. Okay. The, or, that's real bad. And also the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And yeah. also the river Styx, and yeah. Oh. It's the gener- that's their home plane. I a knew bad that place. triggered
4: something up there. Um well, that sounds bad. Can just one of these affect these this many people?
5: can
0: that just one of you these affect this many that people. you don't know. Huh.
3: So it could just be one. It could or be it. a gathering.
0: Let's hope not.
3: Ugh. How do we kill it? Should we notify... Or can we?
1: Should we notify the um, church or whoever it is? Maybe they have a better way of dealing with the people who come in. That are afflicted the
3: nightmares is killing it the only way to stop the nightmares
0: <laughs> Baylor killing it would probably make it stop but uh. but again you you don't know a, a ton really you just you know that both those abilities are signature of these paraki you know they're div from the plane of abaddon You know, they're horrifically evil. And you know that as div and as evil outsiders, they are not easily slain by traditional magic and weaponry, but they are weak to the same things as other evil div, which is consecrated or holy weapons and cold iron. That's about all you know about them. So...
2: Well, I have some good news for Dara. You can put some of those cold iron bolts to use if we come across it.
1: Perfect. The spear?
2: The spear as well, if someone were able to wield it.
4: Well, our spear wielders...
0: handed down for the count. I think he already lost that fight before it started. They knew what they were about.
2: As we go about things, everyone keep an eye out for any white creatures with black eyes. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: It's not a huge chance we'll come across it personally, but it clearly has been spotted, so it believes itself up until recently, at the very least, hidden and unknown as to what it's doing. That arrogance might help us in finding exactly where it is.
0: They're definitely something that is not commonly known enough that without randomly wandering into an expert on the plane of Abaddon or someone basically doing what you did, even most scholars could look right at a Piraka and not recognize it. So now here's the question. Not to mention they're shape-changers, so like, who really knows what they actually look like?
3: Do we try and seek this out? Do we go and talk to the Church of Abadar to see if we can get some holy items or some consecrated items that might help us fight it and risk possibly
2: I don't know that Church of Abadar would have much in the way of holy Abadar is not a good aligned god
0: it is true it is lawful
1: I still don't think it would be a terrible idea to warn people, although they might go around killing any white animal there is.
4: Yeah, probably Or getting
3: themselves killed in the process, more than likely. And we don't need to let our good, good friend who is sent by Pythereus let him know that we've already figured out what this is.
2: It strikes in people's sleep, warning people about it, would not accomplish much i don't think would do more also, to tip point. the creature off that someone was onto it than anything else i don't think this is information we should at the moment be spreading around
3: so do we just try and wander and see if we can find it or do we just carry on business because obviously somehow it found nell we must have come across it at some point never even noticed
4: we don't know how large it reaches either. It might be able to encompass the whole town. Who knows?
0: It might not even know. be in the town.
4: Yeah, it could be in the town.
1: Uh, I'm going to wander into Nell's room and pick up the spear and see No, it's super
0: unconscious it. and does not notice.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to wander in and just pick up the spear and see how heavy it is and see if I can't. I don't know. Maybe at some point, just just carry it with me in case We need to blindly whack at something with this.
0: Shining gilded spear of white metal. It's about three feet long, but it's pretty solid. Weighs around three pounds. Um, Okay, so I I guess think you can actually wield this perfectly fine. I'm just checking.
2: I'm pretty Um, sure she can.
0: I think because it is a simple weapon, and I'm pretty sure Gunslinger. Yeah, you you have martial proficiency even. You can wield this perfectly fine, and beyond that, though you'd only get to do it once without getting it back, the spear is just as effective as a throwing weapon. And you're. That's just off your dexterity, so you're pretty good at throwing stuff. So, so you, you can't could, get it back
3: ever? Or I mean, you well, just throw it and then you have to go get it? back. Get it.
0: If you throw it and stick it into a paraca, now the paraka <laughs> has it because it's stuck in them. So you can't exactly throw it again without pulling it out of the paraka and throwing it and moving away. But uh, you could get one pretty good throw out of it. But okay. you could also, you are, like you are military trained veteran. You can wield a short spear perfectly fine.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna get rid of my day rations, which is one pound, and try and figure out what else I can get rid of.
0: You'll actually uh, uh,
4: because plus what is cold iron to make your weapon then? Three
0: it's plus three plus three. So I thought. Yeah, you know you can do that. Yeah. Um, I was just
4: remember the number.
0: You will honestly swing a holy weapon perfectly fine because you're. Uh, and this is mechanics because you need a pathfinder you're a full bab class as a gunslinger and your strength isn't negative and it's a plus one weapon so i mean you if you were meleeing with that thing dara you'd be swinging that at plus eight which is really not bad all cool it's not nearly as high as you shoot a bow but it's not total garbage you're still a trained soldier (laughs) yeah you're still a trained soldier
1: Okay, I have to
2: get this down. You can deadly aim a throwing weapon, right? I...
0: think... so? I don't see why not. It's a ranged weapon. Deadly aims ranged weapons. <laughs> <laughs> deadly That's aim, that. throw it really well. So, Party, what is the plan for this morning? the new day ahead of you, and Baylor's magic has learned something.
3: Shall we go look for our missing conspiracy theorist and look out for white animals as we do so?
2: Either that, or... try to get what more information we can about this cult. Oh, cults.
3: Maybe what she found out has to do with the cult.
2: We kind of did get interrupted while we were talking to the chief enumerator
0: well I can give you guys a minute to figure out exactly what you want to do today because you know that discussion we had pre-show about whether we're gonna bother taking a break today guess who's gotta pee it's me what so did we I are, say we what are in I fact yep. taking a break today so <laughs> you head out of your uh you head out of your apartment out into greater yon and let us go back to the greater yon miss map uh, where is it that you want to go specifically because I will uh, give you a couple of points of interest here you have over yonder back when I was allowed to use the text tool before I was apparently just banned from that uh, I'll give you there are two marks D and E on your map now E pretty nearby uh, up on the top of the hill that's Savory's. So that's where you were headed last night D over here on the far right is the address that you were given out on the edge of the city walls for the missing person. And I think at this point we can also pretty safely give you the Commerce Hall there. And just walking through town, you would have seen the Temple of Abadar fairly centrally located. So uh, this... Close to the police
2: station, of course.
0: Yeah, this... Other Hill has a name, it's Hedge Hill, and uh, Councillor Atun, Fashion Man, had invited you to come down to his warehouse at Atun's Imports down on the canals in southern Coinside. Cool. Uh, now, Yanmas is divided into a few regions. The northwestern portion here, around the lower hill with the Commerce Hall, is again called Coinside. It's literally called Coinside. That is a generally kind of cheaper, lower-rent area in Yonmas, but Yonmas doesn't really have, like, a ghetto. It's not the Narrows by any means. It's just the more reasonable side of town. And then across the canal in the southwest is Bountiful. And Bountiful is inns, markets, taverns, breweries. It's the trade hub, the commercial center, the densest... And one of the richest parts of town. Swinging around to the eastern side, out near where your missing person is, the area behind Hedgehill, the forested mountain, is just called Backhill. And you would have come through that area. And that's a fairly simple, middle-class residential district. Uh, Again, where you're going to find your missing person. And finally, up to the northern area, by around the Temple of Abadar, is named for that church side. Up there is definitely the oldest portion of the town. The buildings there are, let's say, venerable is the word that I'm going to choose. But very well upkept. A lot of them are an older style uh, with older methods of architecture. It's very much the central old town nugget that Yonmas just spiraled south and west out of. All of the town's temples and religious religious establishments are up around Churchside, but none of them even come close to comparing to the massive temple of avadar which is nearing the height of the commerce hall which is on a huge hill next to it
3: well i'm quite interested in finding baylor or checking into baylor's missing person especially if maybe that could generate another lead
4: Didn't. Um, did Broseph ever tell us exactly where he saw that white goat?
0: Outside said it was of the outside city gates. outside the uh, eastern gates.
3: Which, that's the way we're headed. We could very yeah. much go out and check her house and then go outside and look around and see if we see any white beautiful white animals.
0: <laughs> True. Okay. So you want to head over to that address is where you're wanting to go. You're to move through uh, Churchside over to the eastern side of town, because, mm-hmm. well, really, it's kind of both your leads,
2: honestly. To the address of Caradina Farkin.
0: So as you make your way through town here...
3: Do we see any cult members as we're making our way through town? or or? You, uh, um, you do not immediately. What? It's and pretty it early
0: morning. You're setting out after you wake up and use your hour to prepare, and business is already beginning in the streets, but the town is very much not hit its full stride yet. Uh, you don't see anybody wearing crazy cult, like hooded cult robes or anything standoffishly obvious. But you make your way down along this main road and across the far side of town to Farkin's address. Uh, this walk all the way from one city wall to the opposite takes you about half an hour. But you encounter no resistance no dangers this time nobody tries to stab you so it's a marked step up from last night where people did try to stab you
2: well we don't have no with us so
0: well yeah he usually was...
2: provokes the most stabbing
0: mm-hmm. sure, there's gonna have to be ulterior methods of stabbing going on since you don't have your official stabbing magnet to come stand in front of you and do stabbing stuff so as you approach the address you were looking for, the building does kind of stand out a little bit from the ones around it. Uh, the house itself is not markedly different, but it's not; it doesn't seem to be terribly well upkept. It's a bit run down, and the yard is full of weeds. And one kind of drooping willowy tree reaches over the full bodied seven foot high wooden fence that encircles the entire yard as far as you can see up and down the road it is the only house that actually has a fully encircling fence like this none of the others do whatsoever uh the closest they have is like a decorative embellishment as of an entryway but no actual proper fence and the tall house is pretty narrow And all of its window shutters are closed. But there is a thin trail of smoke issuing from its kind of crooked chimney. The front door is the most... obvious... indication of, you know... weird... possible residence in here. As it has a full-sized metal sheet amateurishly nailed onto the front of it, covering the entire breadth of the door. And there is a sign hanging from an L in the center with thick black lettering that says absolutely no solicitors or psychic manipulators.
4: Well, turns out we're neither, so.
3: I thought she was missing. This appears that she is home.
2: Is the information I was given, that she had been missing, maybe she wasn't the only one who lived here?
3: Very possibly.
1: So the metal door on the front, it's nailed.
0: The door, it's it's a sheet of metal nailed onto the door. You can the see door. the oh, edges no, of the door, door around it. It is a wooden oh, okay. no, and it's not nailed across the door frame, I was like... no. It's, it's nailed onto <laughs> the actual door.
1: Okay, okay. That makes more sense. Okay, good. Well.
0: So there is one kind- gate that leads up to a uh, pretty simple walk leading up to the door.
2: Can we tell what kind of metal? that plate's made out it of. It
0: literally just looks like thin sheet iron.
1: Alright. Do we just walk up and knock?
2: I don't know how well that's going to go with the sign, but we will be place to start.
3: Are we solicitors or psychic manipulators? Well, I mean... I, it I
1: mean...
2: Depends on your definition of solicitor, I guess.
1: Or, yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I guess.
3: <laughs> I mean, somebody was honestly worried for her well-being. That doesn't seem like solicitation to me. That seems just we're doing a wellness check.
4: There you go. go let's leave with that. We're on a wellness check.
0: So <laughs> uh, you head up to the door for your wellness check.
5: Sure. I think we <laughs> I mean, so yeah, So sounds... the gate
0: is unlatched. It's a, and you're able to get in and walk up to the front door and it's covered in this metal sheet so you just reach up and kind of on the outside of the metal sheet itself. There's no immediate response.
4: I pull my dueling dagger and knock with the the metal part so it's a little louder.
0: So, you just bang on the door again with the, the face of your dagger on the metal. Uh, this sound ringing throughout the streets and drawing some looks from a couple of passers-by and a fairly indignant glare from a neighbor a couple doors down. i And with that, there's a gentle, tiny creak. And the door opens. Not all the way, but a tiny little crack. And inside, you can see, well, a very small portion of a lady with pretty unkempt, wild, blonde hair. And a fairly long gaunt face. Her eyes, fairly sunken in. That's about all you can get through the crack, maybe about an inch wide. As that eyeball just glanced around through the door. He doesn't say anything. Just looks at you.
5: Hello! He
3: <laughs> hey, Lord?
1: What was this lady's name again?
2: On the authority of Umber Grubel, we have been sent... To investigate the well-being of a Karadina Farkin.
0: They're very, very slightly cracks open again. Faster this time, and you see again the eye kind of peek through. I don't know who's asking. I'm fine. Go, just do it again. There we go.
4: <laughs> Mission solved.
0: Who's knocking now? Keena knocks again, hanging again on the door. Mission frame accomplished, Keena. No. And the door, even less slightly, just a hair, cracks open. And you hear a hissing inside.
2: Can't you read the sign? No solicitations!
3: We're not solicitations, nor are we psychic manipulators. We have been told that you are the person to come to for the truth.
0: Moment of silence. You can hear it kind of shift around a little bit. What truth?
3: The truth of all the dark happenings in Yanmis. That if we want to get to the bottom of all the horrible things that are happening to people, that you are the only one who knows the truth.
0: One moment. And she shuts the door again, and you hear the rattling of what has to be eight different locks on the uh, the inside of the door. Chains being undone, clanking, latches you, being unwound, gears turning. You got to know how to talk turning, to the crazy.
4: You did this, Kira.
0: You did. This. Solid metal objects thudding to the floor, the wooden floor inside the house behind the door, and then finally she opens the door wider but not far far from actually open opens it to maybe a cool 25 degrees just quickly inside don't let them see you
3: keen it will do ex- uh, i will do exactly as told and i will straight inside
0: not a
4: happy look on my face but <laughs> i am not i'm not pleased either
0: so as you walk inside you can see that her house is a Just as much of a total mess on the inside as it is the outside. There are maps and notes scattered across not only the sad pair of tables and a kitchen counter she has in here, but also across the floor and about anywhere you could conceivably sit as well. Uh, There are a lot of red threads with (laughs) thumbtacks. No, but there are a whole lot of, uh, like, charcoal sketches of very plain-looking people tacked up onto the wall with uh, notes and frantic scramblings written on like the wall figures. around them.
4: <laughs> Please like, tell me there's stick figures.
0: There are not stick figures, but like really crappy drawings of people's faces. Uh, okay. Um, series of numbers and question marks with a lot of spaces everywhere. And she kind of totters around the room with her fingers steepled back and forth, pacing. Okay. Okay. Right. You seek? They didn't send you, did they?
3: No, we are from from Marat. We are not from here, but we were told.
0: Marat's not important. This isn't important. No. Do. Hold on. Show me your hands. Honori. And she looks at all of your hands. And as she goes down the line, she holds your hands up, not looking at your hand, but your wrist. And she checks the uh, the bottom of each of your wrists. Okay. All right. None of you bear their silver marks. So, you seek the truth. You are a... I mean, what is your purpose? What are you... Why are you hunting the, the secret masters?
3: We wish for to stop them from inflicting pain on the people of Janmas and possibly on all of Taldor.
0: The people of Yanmas, of even Taldor, are relevant. No. If these dreams come to their fruition, if their plans are completed, they will awaken. and the whole world will suffer their wrath. No, 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 this cannot happen. So you know, you know, how much do you know about Rovagug? About which? Rovagug.
2: the Entombed One,
0: in the center of the world.
2: enough enough amount?
0: I mean, yeah, it would be, you, what's your minimum? You could roll
2: on a religion, like 37. So I mean, uh, you know. I mean, my minimum I could roll on anything is 10.
0: Okay, so you definitely would religion know. Religion would be who, 12 you is you my minimum. you know who Rovogug is, you would know at least the basic concepts of Rovagug. It's just, he is only the beginning. He is nothing. He is just the source. No. 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 Here. I have to know I can trust you. She looks like she stops dead in her tracks. Like she's thinking really hard. Not really sure what exactly it is she's trying to figure out.
1: We have no silver wrists.
0: But they would know that. They would send someone without the mark. They would know, I would ask, but they would know that I would see the marks and distrust you because you don't bear them. No, we'll be more suspicious if they had sent somebody with the marks, knowing that I know about them, seeing through their ruse to avoid the marks and trust too quickly. No, no, that is not enough. Have you been to the encircling Bower? There's no time! You need to attend their rituals. You need to see what these frivolous cultists know. They're not the source of the problem. They're not behind all of this. They don't serve the secret masters, but they surely run their own investigations. Surely they have their own information. Have you seen them? Have you met them? Have you been to their meetings? Not yet. Okay. We were looking to meet them. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go right now, but not right now. Tonight, but not tonight at dusk. Go to the encircling Bower. Witness their meetings. See what you can learn. Follow their leads. Find more on the Secret Masters and come back to me. Tonight! But not tonight. Tomorrow night. Okay. Not tomorrow night. Later. I'll be in touch. Go. Go, 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 go. go. And she shoves you towards the front door, physically pushing on whoever is wait, closest. Wait. Just, you, just go. So, just to get just you out the annoyed. front door. I... Okay. And after all of you have been ushered outside, the door slams behind you. I'm just going to...
3: smile and wave like we've just talked to an old friend. And... tug on Onori and Dara, and be like, let's go.
0: So you would have noticed... while uh, you were coming through the doorway into her house, that she literally has... panels of lead. In the lining of her interior walls.
4: Oh, that's so they can't see and, through the walls. I know that.
0: that, that one. That's that's why I was asking about
2: the <laughs> the one on the front door. I'm like the, she the door looks like house.
0: sheet iron, but she does literally have lead panels. It's not a full wall; it's like patches of two by two panels built in her wall lining. Cool. Awesome. She's not
2: entirely wrong. A thin sheet of lead does stop spells like detect magic and such.
0: So as you, uh, emerge, have we learned anything?
3: I don't know. Have we learned anything, Baylor? I mean, obviously she wants us to go and observe our cult friends this evening at dusk and watch particularly and pay close attention to their, um to to their service. But what was all she was talking the entombed one. My out my religion knowledge outside of Abadar and Shelen is very is not exceptionally strong.
2: I very highly doubt anything having to do with Rovagug only being the beginning is properly true. <laughs> Okay. But what if it is Balor? Uh, then we're all screwed anyway, <laughs> and may we as well enjoy matters. our last day. We're level seven. Let's go
0: get drunk.
3: <laughs> so I assume, I assume this is that was basically just end of days talk. For that,
2: I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure I would know this, and I think I've got this right, as far as like out of character knowledge. It took like most of the known worshiping worshipped gods that currently exist to capture Rovagug and put a stop to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that'd be <laughs> well you told it actually, so Romeo knowledge religion, because worship of Saren has been outlawed here until very recently. So of all the gods you wouldn't know a lot about, Saren Ray is actually pretty high on that list. As is Asmodeus, because so they were the two that led that whole thing. But that's a twenty seven, yeah, you know about Rovagog's imprisonment. Uh Saren Ray, Asmodius, and the boys. Pretty much all cetera. Saren Ray and Asmodeus put aside uh, all their differences with everyone else to pull all of their power to make the it's kind of the origin of the world story, uh, religiously, to create Galarian as a prison for Rovagug, And Rovagug Awakening would be the end times. That would oh. be goodbye planet.
2: Saren Ray is the neutral good goddess who teamed up with the lawful evil god.
0: Asmodeus, the patron of frickin' Chelliac.
2: Like basically a lord of hell.
0: That not basically the Lord he's pretty much Satan. That's basically the Lord of Hell. He's he's basically Galarian Satan. Teamed up with Saren Ray. L- like Pillar That's of how Good.
3: And it is said that Saren Ray placed the fire of the sun at the heart of Galarian to eternally burn the rough beast in his prison. Yep. Probably. So this exactly.
4: wow. is Galarian Avengers, essentially.
3: Even yeah, kind of. Shellen hates this guy. Ev- and Shellen well, doesn't hate her own evil brother. It's not and so she- much
0: hate as if he awakes literally everything nice. So, I mean. Mm hmm. Whatever yeah. you would call that feeling,
3: <laughs> and even feuding gods joined together to oppose his release.
0: Yeah, he no is, one wants this guy free. He is almost Lovecraftian. He is just destruction incarnate. So yeah,
2: so it's yeah, a, anything being said about Rovagug is only the beginning. I would highly discount.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> okay, they're telling tall tales.
3: But
5: but
2: there may still be a grain of truth into investigating what this cult is up to and she may have other information in the future and if she trusts us that information would be more easily accessible this
3: is very true So, I'm
5: in
4: agreement with that. What is the Where plan now? Do these guys
2: want to wander outside the city looking for goats, or shall we talk to this cult? I, oh. <laughs> choices, choices.
3: <laughs> I mean, how how we're still in the morning, right?
0: Like, I mean, it's still early morning. It took you half an we hour can to can go wander like 30 for seconds and get and kicked then... out of her
4: house. I mean, we already started this day on such a high note. I mean, like...
3: <laughs> Let's go goat go hunting.
4: Yeah, let's go see if we can find a goat, maybe join a cult by the afternoon, see how it goes.
5: Why not?
0: So you guys want to head out the eastern city walls here. Mm -hmm. That's fair enough. So you aren't far from the eastern exit that leads out to Kazmiron to another continent outside of the inner sea regions. And you head outside to see the same sea of tents that grace the southern entrance when you arrive the same just sprawling ocean of merchants and travelers posted up outside the walls of yon here at the height of spring the city grows so far beyond what its walls can handle but out here the ethnic makeup is markedly different uh whereas almost everyone near the southern gate were talldens there's they're probably a minority out here uh with an being a huge amount of various Kellin ethnicities, the uh, the race of Casmoron, and uh, beyond that, a much greater mix of travelers and merchants than the very plain Talden trade route that had been the mm-hmm. south. But otherwise, other than the uh, the makeup of the people, and then just the general style of their tents and their wares, everything set up out here is largely the same.
2: Now just don't go spreading around what we're looking Kellen for. Kelly
0: and Kellyshite, both.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, Baylor. I'm out here to wander and shop the tents and whatnot for those that have setups and stuff so just basically
4: wandering you wouldn't be able I to find we were, i thought we were out here looking for a white goat Shh. <laughs> <laughs> what i mean we
3: just said let's not talk about why we're out
5: here
4: oh. Ignoring? it's been a long morning kahino
3: it has so why don't we go see maybe one of these lovely people has like some kebabs or something we can eat
0: it would be an assortment of kebab mm-hmm. there would be a whole lot of out here, out here yeah. because the... if you make
3: kebabs out of goats maybe there's a goat hanging out with the meat like in the back parading as a goat yeah,
2: I think there's a goat hanging out being the meat well mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> is that possible that they killed a paraca and people They probably
0: did not no. randomly. There's no okay. way it would I kill think it so. a paraca thinking it, was a it was We won! Guys. <laughs> Take him home. Good
2: job, guys. We won. Coup de gras. The paraca, while it's not looking, fails its you fortitude. That poor, yeah,
1: that poor that, that poor uh, paraca would probably so ashamed.
0: He'd like, probably wow, be so how embarrassed. How did this go so wrong? <laughs> the <laughs> first understand.
3: person to eat the kebabs
0: becomes patient zero in The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Walking yeah, this- edition. There would be a huge amount of uh, various tents and stalls out here offering a wide assortment of uh, foreign foods from Kazmiron and Kadirian lands. Uh, a lot of things that would be something that you don't see very often in Taldor. Uh, their traditions, they eat a whole lot of different things. There are racks of scorpion meat. And there are pies uh, brewed up with an assortment of herbs that you've barely heard the names of. All kinds of totally different things out here, but they're also aware they're outside Yanmis, and there are still Taldan traders that go to and from Kazmarong to all the way out to Vudrani kingdoms. So there's perfectly normal food you can pronounce out here, too. <laughs> Beyond that, any about any kind of mundane goods you could want there are stalls for but mm-hmm. there are just swaths of tents and stands dedicated to clothing jewelry and antiquities uh just various odds and ends and decorations you could find pretty it's a massive like flea market where you can find uh, on the edge of the country so you can find pretty much anything out here but you're wandering around looking for a weird goat so
2: I mean, probably some breakfast too yeah some breakfast you we can definitely get breakfast. some good breakfast so what I is probably have heard of these herbs
0: Yes, wizard, we understand that you're the exception when I say it's stuff that people haven't heard of Thirty-seven 37th guy We know that <laughs> Shut up, nerd. Kahina
3: doesn't care, I'm just like food
0: There's I also food speak speak You what? Oh, you speak Kelish? Yeah Oh, fair enough Do you speak okay. Vidrani? What's that? Do you
2: speak Vidrani? That one I do not
0: there is a, a lot of the business going on out here is in Kalish, uh, but there is also a smattering of Vidrani around from out even further east. And to give you guys this uh, these races, this races perspective, you know, Kyra, the iconic cleric, she's Kalishite, mm-hmm. and the the iconic monk is Vidrani. So that's that's kind of what we're what we're looking mm-hmm. like. If you know those images. A lot of people that look and dress like them so what is your plan while you're walking around uh, just perusing and well having at least a decent morning what is your plan for trying to find the goat are you just wandering around hoping you run into a I mean, paraca goat
2: or we can wander around talking to people gathering information and also just keeping an eye out in general
4: Mm-hmm. I was thinking, just like canvas the area and ask if any, anybody's seen anything odd recently, and if anything hits the right uh, bulletins, I guess then we could follow up on it.
3: I could. Do use... we
4: find any
2: threads to follow? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I could use some of my um, gathering.
0: Yeah, give me a diplomacy check to get yeah. information out here, and we'll see what you end up with.
2: Mm-hmm. 47.
0: Don't just say numbers. I was
4: like, I was really impressed there don't for just, a second. The
0: podcast is going to be so confused. <laughs> don't just say numbers. You don't even, none of you, I can't barely get people to say your own numbers when you do roll nice. Don't just say a number for no reason. Okay.
5: 31,
0: close enough. Okay, so with 31, the 31. Now nobody so, else
4: should roll, right?
0: Well, 31. You, beat that. you pick up two main bits of information that seem like they might be useful. A lot of the uh, Kellid, Kelishite, and Kaderians have gathered out here because Yonmas has kind of become a hostile. There's a pretty strong rumor that well, not even remember, you've already heard about the Kadiran bandits, the raiders that are attacking the trade caravans. And that has put a pretty decent sentiment into a lot of the people of Yadmus to kind of become pretty secular and start distrusting outsiders. A lot of the Kadiran merchants out here, and even some of the Kelishite and the Kelid, are having a lot of trouble doing business. They're taking really big losses, and a lot of them are discussing moving their businesses out of Yanmas until this is settled. Because people just won't buy their goods. People don't trust them. People won't even talk to them anymore. And the one instance you found was a Kadirin, uh, uh, just a Kadiran supply shop. It's mostly just odds and ends and antiquities. It's just c- goods that you would decorate a shelf in your house with. Uh, was broken into their coin stolen and their shop destroyed like they took the coin because they were there but clearly the point was they just wrecked the place and racism as it at its finest the fire watch hasn't couldn't really get any leads on it not that they seem to have bothered to look into it very hard they seem to brush it off just like you guys uh, arriving yesterday the second thing you can find is another person out here talking about Caradina Farkin. And they give you a little bit of information that, uh... They ask you, well, have you been in town to speak with Caradina Farkin? The, uh, who lives out in the east, by, by the east gate, not far inside here. We oh. actually
2: have come across her, yes.
0: Uh, if you're looking for odds, things sticking out in sorts, like, you know, surely going to be talking to her, so she gets herself worked out about all sorts of things
3: we we had noticed what was she out here getting worked up about
0: the usual through powers in town and how these dreams can be stopped and you can shield yourself from the mind control and magic with sheets of lead but she comes out here rat and raven trying to save us and someone had gone in worried about her just you know, kind of a Fixture really hadn't heard from her for a couple days, and she'd locked herself in her damn house and won't talk to anybody. Hmm. If you can get anything so- out of her, if anyone in anyone in the Anonymous is gonna know anything, it's gonna be that farkin. It might not be anything worth knowing, but her <laughs> seems to stick her nose into everything.
5: Hmm.
3: Well, that's fairly true. We've heard much
0: about her. And, uh... This guy talking to another larger man steps up. I heard she locked herself away because she meddled in wrong affairs. And got too friendly with wrong sort of people. Uh, Fears for her life now. Uh, For actual fear, not this nonsensical mind-control magic and secret masters.
3: Who would she have cross that would actually be bold enough to just outwardly hurt someone
0: just shrugs and turns back to what he was doing and the first guy also shrugs no idea Hmm.
3: well I hope she is careful I mean she's kind of strange but not a bad person I don't think
0: entertaining in a way yeah, shame to get her uh, to hear about her getting hurt because she went too far on one of her bad rants. This is very true. Not much else I can give you to help you, I'm afraid. Oh, that's... So, you don't get a whole lot you didn't already know other than the oh. situation in Yanmis might be a little worse than the mercantile council I bought on at first. So, Gregor Hamble the halfling that had led you into their chamber in the first place did kind of warn you that that was a thing
2: I assume nothing in particular sticks out as being strange <laughs> while we're here
0: Not you'll particularly, see any and that's after white and, animals <laughs> yeah you don't get anything about white animals and that's uh takes about four hours out here canvassing trying to find information. So noon passes and it moves into the early afternoon by the time you've come up with really little from these various Casmaron traders.
4: Could always go looking for the bandits.
0: No, supposed to well, hit something. We could go... That's
2: quite a while out of town the real lead we even have
3: looking for the cult oh. if get you... at least the
2: basics from them mm.
0: but that's not until dusk if you guys are walking it'd take you almost five hours to walk out to that, uh, that manor that you'd heard about in RA. oh okay if you don't bring your horses that's a, that's a journey
2: that's a day trip Hey, that's, that's about a day trip.
4: Okay. We'll make a day of it one one of these days.
3: <laughs> um,
2: I'm not a, against looking into it. I just think mm-hmm. we should try to stick closer to home in the immediate. Maybe
3: try to get fix the whole Paraka thing so maybe we can fix Nell. It would be nice to have the damaged sponge
0: to go in. <sighs> So, what's the next order of business? Head back into town?
3: I would say head back into town. Uh, We could go and check out Savories, see if any of the more upper-class chatter is a little more helpful. And then when it gets close to dusk, go and visit our friendly cult members.
2: You just want to put an Orient address again.
1: I
3: would
4: oh, probably go. wait outside. <laughs> I don't think so. I'd be, I'd be walking in there in this trench coat. If I were on business, I'm not sitting down for a meal.
1: Well, I would probably sit outside because it might make some uncomfortable. Or oh, not well, only.
4: You put it that way, Dora. I mean, why, why would I ever want to make anybody uncomfortable?
1: No, I would not want to make them uncomfortable because I am Orsirian and I am of lower class. They might be more open, li- uh, open-lipped. What is the phrase you use? Loose-lipped. Loose-lipped. If they are more comfortable with gossip. But oh. it sounds like a sound plan. I can just wander around and see if there's any. Thing i can catch up
4: on i'll wander around with you we could double team
3: balor
0: shall so we splitting due go... to uh balor and kahina are heading to Savory's and nori and dara are going to just kind are of the one on. dating
2: kahina now <laughs> <laughs>
0: darling i'm just gonna walk around town is what we're doing it's okay Papa. you've been rotated yeah <laughs> So, if yeah. you want to, uh, are you wanting to head back to your apartment and get really dressed up, or are you just gonna go in and kind of ask around?
3: Well, I mean, I can. I have. We those. are the
2: two who have magic items. We have that the make magic us items
3: fancy. that make us That's look actually fancy. True. You have the
0: sleeves as many gar- oh, garments, and you, you have. I don't actually know what you
2: have. Envoy ring.
0: Oh, you have the envoy ring, right? So uh, just like bam, nobility. So yeah, you two <laughs> don't have to do anything. You're just like ta-da, magic. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you two doing, Dara and Ori?
4: What is your plan? <laughs> um I
1: thought well, you had one. <laughs> I did not have a plan. It was just not going to place with fancy people as uh, we've had great luck getting information out of them.
4: I um, think maybe we're we a lot like that it. in that aspect. I, uh, I'm do do well with fancy people either.
1: I feel we could probably do the same thing but with a different variety of people.
4: It's more my speed. All right. So I'll have to canvas and find some spots to check out I guess maybe some other dives
0: <laughs> There's all kinds crawl. of other dives uh, yeah, let's uh in it bountiful
4: it's
0: a great bar crawl so you two go bar crawling uh the other two of you head over to savories to see what you can do so you make your way back across town to this really quite tiny restaurant it's very very small and as you're arriving it appears to have just barely opened for the day there is a small very small like maybe eight to ten a group of high-end merchants and nobles gathered around the front door talking and a booth outside with currently nobody standing behind it and the front door is closed So,
3: people just milling out about outside, and no one's actually all the door talking
0: yet. very excitedly about the restaurant itself.
3: Mm.
2: Listening so, to the things they're yeah.
3: saying. So, as me being me, that's exactly what I would start listening in on and just slowly whittle my way into the conversation because oh, I yeah. like to
0: make friends and influence people. So you can drop in on uh, a pair of nobles that are talking about their their last visit to the restaurant. It doesn't seem like they have a single possible bad word to say about Savories. Uh, By their explanation, one dinner here is life-changing. And, I mean, this is from the perspective of people who appear to have infinity money. They physically cannot imagine going back to standard fare after such an exquisite meal. And you want to... What are you going for? Just trying to just edge in on this?
3: Yeah. Just... Oh! Do tell! We are new in town and I am... Lord uh, Utun had told us of uh, how wonderful the food was here.
0: Oh, Lord Utun is uh, correct beyond any would uh, believe that that man's head could possibly reach. It's... Have you been before? Tell me. I have not. Have you managed to acquire reservations? Oh, I have not. I wasn't... I wasn't aware. We're from Opara. And I... Oh, I'm afraid. (sighs) I, I don't know if Opara has any similarly elite restaurants. Surely it does, but I haven't oh, frequented yes. the city in quite some time. This establishment, you, you see, only... Well, the waiting list is measured more in days than hours oh. and minutes, you see.
3: Well, how would one go around making a reservation? Surely, if we can't get in today, I would still love to try it while we're here on our stay.
0: And the two nobles left, at oh. all <laughs> Oh, you don't make... Uh, you don't come in off the street asking for reservations at savories, my love. It's by invitation. Ah. Oh. Uh, truly only the to- uh, town's most elite are given the opportunity to dine here. Uh, Argentus doesn't waste his time with anything less than the best. Mm. And uh, at that, the... Front door would open, and the the man would turn away from you immediately. Like, you're just like, nope, you're nothing. Uh, to look at the front door, as everyone else moves about a step closer. And uh, a fairly tall, oily-haired man stands in the doorway, impeccably dressed. And he stands up tall, one hand on his collar, and looks across the audience and sees the pair of you, Baylor. And Kahina. He speaks up. ah, oh, fantastic. The Mercantile Council's diplomats from uh, Marat, was it?
2: Stand had... by Utropia, yes.
0: Yes, yeah, so, I, uh, what brings you to this fine establishment? Was it recommended by one of the councilmen themselves, I do hope?
2: Uh,
3: Lord Atun told us we, while we were in town, we should very much give it a try.
0: And, uh, the man steps forward in the crowd agape, especially the man you were just talking to who looks like his entire life has just fallen apart in front of him. He steps forward and extends a hand. Uh, please, my name is Argentis. I am the purveyor of this fine establishment. I would love for you to take a glimpse inside. Please do join me. Anything I could do for the envoys of Eutropia to make your stay more pleasurable? Oh,
3: we are honored, sir. Thank you so much. And she'd uh, take his hand and just Court bow, everything that I've ever been taught. All my diplomacy just oozing out of me. Barting would, at this man. Barding Barting all bard. over this guy. All Super
0: barding. massive Barting. <laughs> so you uh you do all of all of that in Melee. Shake his hand, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, shake his hand, nod to him. Like we've heard many great things in the short time we've been here. Um.
0: Please, if you'd waited outside, I would deign to hope that it was because you'd wish to sample our delicacies and not simply that you had uh, questions or had been directed here for other reasons. Uh, Those of your class who travel in Yanmas would be doing themselves an unholy disservice not to try at least one meal at Savory's. Of course. I
3: never uh turn down food.
2: If you have the time to have us, we certainly oh, enjoy
0: absolutely i was coming to find reservations for one that had canceled i, I fear that he'd befallen this nightmarish plague across the town oh. so we have an open table right now in fact please please and, and he motions you through the crowd and everybody is just silent and kind of white <laughs> mixtures of rage and <laughs> sadness that you just walk up and get to go in the <laughs> Yeah, like that. And he uh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know my phone was <laughs> He invites you in the door. And you step inside again, a very tiny restaurant. Uh it looks like it has literally four padded boots. That's it. Mm. That's the whole interior. Uh the place is only about thirty feet square. And he seats you at the booth nearest to the door. Uh, All of the wood in the structure is dark, embellished with way too, possibly too much gold leaf. And you enter in a southeastern round alcove, almost like a a miniature tower on the corner of the building, though it doesn't go any higher than the rest of it, just a rounded outcrop of the otherwise square building. And at the northeast, a similar alcove lined with windows, Holds a huge uh, ice sculpture of a flying eagle. It's like the whole thing is its ridiculously over the top. Uh, almost almost comedically so.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And he seats the both of you. And you can see that there are two other tables occupied right now. Uh, three people sitting at one and two at another. While the table diagonal opposite you is also currently empty. And he says, please. Uh, what may i fetch you to drink i
3: always when coming to such a fine establishment i defer to uh, to the one who, to my host who has far greater knowledge than i so your your, your choice of wine that would pair with whatever we're having today oh, i would love to know nice. what you would
0: suggest may i recommend uh, i fear this may be too forward of me i understand that eutropia has sent her envoys here to the city of Yadmus to aid us in our ales. I've, of course, heard the same tales, and my business has similarly been affected by these horrible nightmares. And although my lines of supply fortunately are very well and expensively guarded by the best mercenaries my coin can buy, I I have heard that many others suffer and as they do, this city does, and so do I. This meal will be complimentary, and if you will allow me to guide you on a journey of flavor this evening, and he picks up the menus he had set down, let me bring you my personal best recommendations.
3: I would be humbled by this, good sir. Thank you.
0: It is my honor to do this business for the servants of the Lady Utropia. Now, there are no allergies or anything we terribly no, must I- avoid this evening, are there? Baylor? No.
2: It's by all means, Fantastic. bring us your suggestions.
0: I will return very shortly. I'll get things started for you in the kitchen. Then I have one more group I must see. But please, I do very much hope you enjoy. Thank and he you. nods. And before he goes in the back, he personally stands by the t- and checks in with the table next to you and the one across from you. It seems like this man, Argentis single-handedly runs all of the serving and everything here he doesn't appear to have a staff outside the kitchen he literally does it all himself Mm -hmm. the reason unclear uh but he disappears back into the kitchen leaving you for the moment alone in the restaurant with the other diners enjoying their meals mostly a lighter fare as it is fairly early afternoon so it's Mm -hmm. kind of a mid-afternoon lunch
2: Man seems to think very highly of himself.
3: Mm. Lots of restaurateurs yeah. and businessmen, tradesmen often do. But from if the line outside of nobles is you know, any suggestion, he's deserved every bit of it.
5: It's
2: not could very well be deserved, yes. Suppose we're here to see.
3: I'm very anxious and as we're chattering and stuff, keeping an ear and an eye out as well to hear maybe what other people are talking about in the background.
0: Uh, they, from what you can pick up, the group next to you appear to just be like uh, kingpins of a uh, major merchant company. Uh, they mostly do transport and trading. And from the sounds of it, the two of them don't understand the very beginning of the concept of money and have never wanted for anything in their life. But they are back and forth discussing their meal, their opportunity to come here, and briefly their business ventures. You can hear a little bit from the group across the restaurant, and they as well appear to be an extremely affluent group. Very well off, and... Supplying a large amount of the city's bakeries with various grains and uh, imports that you can't grow up here in northern, uh, northern Taldor. They, as well, pretty large merchant baron group. Sure. Everyone in there's nobody in here who is not almost literally made of platinum pieces. Mm-hmm. So, after a brief moment, Argantis reemerges. With a pitcher, a pair of glasses on a tray, and weirdly enough, a ladle. He says, now, you need you to trust me on this one as this is a fantastic presentation. It's Ooh. something I learned actually from the impossible kingdoms far out east. The Virjani people do the most mystical things with their drinks. Now... If we were to pour this normally, you may taste it as though it were a mundane wine. But, and this is going to sound again a bit awkward, but I'm going to ask you to place your faith in me for this evening. If I can use this, you'll see there is a mix of what appear to be thin reeds within this. Now this is a spice not found anywhere, not just in Taldor, but anywhere in this entire continent. Only out in the farthest reaches of the lands. Can you acquire... Oh, I I don't even believe I can pronounce the name of what this is. And uh, as he's literally ladling this wine, talking about it into your cup, Kahina, make me a will save. Okay.
5: Mm -hmm. Why can I not find my... Uh
0: Aha. So, if you, when you get a 25, you feel, as he's uh, discussing and pouring this for you, you feel like a, a compulsion in your mind. Like a, a, a magical compulsion. But you are a 7th level bard, and a little concerned, you push it out fairly easily. And he prepares both these drinks for you, sets these incredibly tall, but like wide bottomed glasses where these reeds and little bits of what almost literally just looks like a, a thick soil settled at the bottom of the cup. And says, Now, your uh, your meal should be prepared here shortly. Uh, please, if there's anything you want for, I will do my best to make your wishes come true here. Now, you haven't drank any of this wine yet, so it wasn't like a will set against the wine or anything. You didn't? Mm-hmm. You didn't this is why preparing it
2: mhm
0: Baylor you also make me a well safe
2: let me just check is this against an enchantment
0: I believe so let me double check it I'm, I'm positive it is it's a mind affecting enchantment yeah Uh, with a 22, you feel a similar... With uh, a 24, even, because the enchantment. You feel a similar thing to what I just described the Kahina. Like, there's some... I mean, you, you are much more familiar... Uh, you're a bard, actually. You're both probably equally familiar with enchantment <laughs> and compulsion spells. You also feel that, like, tug, almost, like an, an imposition on your mind. at you, but you're a 7th-level lizard. And you push it off fairly easily as well. Mm-hmm. As just uh, finishes serving this and heads back into the kitchen.
3: Kahina's gonna lean forward and smile, like she's telling, like I'm telling Baylor some, some deep dark secret or flirty secret, and she's going. And then, <coughs> sorry, my flu. How much do you want to bet that this wine is awful, that the food is awful, and that everybody thinks this place is great? because of whatever he's casting when he comes out here to talk to us.
2: And I'm going to whisper back. Play it cool. Mm-hmm. Don't say he anything.
0: Did, he didn't incant anything. He didn't do any like spell casting gestures.
2: But we both felt right. something. But you both, both felt, felt something. something.
0: So
3: I'm going to lean forward and take a very small sip
0: of the wine it tastes fine like okay it's not but it's not, it's as not a garbage thing. it's not like it doesn't it's just not a life-changing religious experience mm-hmm. this isn't mind-blowing it's just it's I'm, I'm going to try decent it decent wine
2: and is there anything i can do to try to identify what the stuff is actually floating in it
0: <laughs> yeah chemical lab probably not you can pull a piece out and bite it and see if he <laughs> recognizes the taste but not really like he
2: said it was a spice it's just like
0: not easily here no
2: yeah i so. figured not but unless
0: he like unless it was like a taste you obviously recognized and it's so, not yeah it's not now S- seeing right.
3: seeing that there's probably nothing wrong with the wine she yeah it's, it's good and...
0: it's just not amazing it's like yeah, perfectly sip and smile wine. and I'll, I'll
2: continue looking interested in
5: mm-hmm.
2: the spices Very, and the wine, mm-hmm. but not really be saying much as I'm trying it.
3: Commenting, it is. It's it's a divine. It's it's nothing like I've ever tasted before.
0: As you're talking about that, one of the people in the seat nearest in front of you, a uh, fairly, he's a fairly portly gentleman, turns around. Ah, it's the first time you've had the pleasure of enjoying this new Savories restaurant. It
3: is. We uh, we are on. Uh, we are here as envoys of the Princess Eutropia. We've come to, uh, and we were invited in by Argentus. What a wonderful, wonderful man! I can't hardly believe our luck. Seeing the line outside.
0: Ah, well, you should understand your station. It's mm-hmm. a truly an experience that one cannot. Possibly come through Yanmis without mercy. Uh, I'm Serphidana, by the way.
3: It's very nice to meet you, Kehina uh, Rostam.
0: I've not heard a single man, woman, or child within the walls of this city with any opinion other than that which we share. This, I, I, I don't understand exactly what it is he does, but it's remarkable. Uh, it can't be duplicated, not by anything that I've experienced in, in my long life on this world. Mm. And
3: I can I can see just by this that we are in for such a treat. Maybe a sense motive check.
0: That's a natural 20. 35, this guy's charmed. <laughs> this guy is very charmed. This guy is clearly charmed. Well, it's not... not. Well, let me rephrase that. It's He's not clearly not charmed. Clearly. But... That's a 35 cents motive. And both of you are pretty familiar with magic. You can read people. And you can pick up on the subtle noteworthy idiosyncrasies and and minor ticks people have when they're not acting entirely under their own drive. (laughs) He's not compelled like the people who attacked you yesterday. That was a much stronger effect. But he is definitely charmed.
2: Not altering his actions, just his perceptions.
0: Exactly. Exactly. He is mm. still fully in control of himself, but he is charmed. Okay.
3: So I'm right.
0: <laughs> You're right, yes.
3: The food is not as great as everybody says. He just makes you think it is. That's awesome. So <laughs> you can't even throw shade at that. <laughs> can't that's even best,
0: well that's a wonderful <laughs> business model for Gamnet. <laughs> Very good. Can Sorry, I can't give us that. That's like a, that wizard running a restaurant. I don't have to be able to cook. I just got to be able to cast our person pretty well. <laughs> like, you because,
2: can reflavor things with Prestigigitate. There's a much easier way to go about this. Yeah, but you have to, like... You
0: can reflavor things <laughs> to your it. ability, like... <laughs> You still have to know how to make it be the most amazing thing anyone's ever experienced. You just freaking charm somebody. You're like, ta, doesn't matter what I cook. I can make half-decent stuff, and you're charmed. Bam, it's the most amazing thing you've ever eaten. So both of you kind of pick up on this, and both of you understanding magic at this point have kind of put together the racket that Argantis is running with Savories. But uh, it's about ten more minutes before Argentis reemerges from the kitchen, uh, bearing a tray with two dishes upon it. And he brings it out, and lays it on the table, and puts one dish in front of each of you. And it, this is... <laughs> they are, well, I hope you didn't come here because you were hungry. Because this oh. is definitely not that kind of restaurant. You have got what appears to be one, maybe, finger-sized section of what looks to be... a a piece of grilled fish with three different sauces drizzled across it in in various ways and a leafy garnish on top next to a tart topped with a single cherry about the size of the single cherry. This is one of those kind of places. (laughs) So, (laughs) as he he lays these down... The more
2: money you spend, the less food you get.
0: That is... That is pretty much how it goes. Yeah. So as Argentis lays both these down with a wide smile, he introduces what they are. Again, just throwing out all these tales of uh, far-flung kingdoms and imports and fish brought in from regions outside Raha Doom and the warmest waters. Blah. You know what he's mm-hmm. doing at this point. But uh, you know, if all this might actually—he's not. He might not be lying. It doesn't matter. Because that's mm-hmm. not how Savora's works.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And,
2: uh... I'm still going to look impressed at the things he is yeah. saying. the presentation! Because I am impressed with the things he is saying. And this man, he
0: smiles, <laughs> appearing to believe that the charm has worked. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, yeah, so... I, uh, I don't wish to pry, but I do... enjoy getting to know the clientele that I bring for and further, those that someone as glorious and as well placed as the Princess Eutropia would have brought into her own place. What brought you to the city of Yonmes? What brought you? Are uh, you relations of the the Stavian line? Are you the senatorial family? A staff in the palace, perhaps? we
3: are uh actually my husband is the tribune of stockies in marat and uh i've had long-standing uh ties uh with the stavian family as well
0: oh. Oh, understandable, and dear, the two of you, I must say, are a beautiful couple, one of the finest (laughs) to have graced this fine restaurant in the months that I have had it, open, or in the weeks I've had it opened, and I look so much forward to meeting all of the wonderful people that Janmas brings to my door, it's such a wonderful city, isn't it? Now, tell me, the Tribune of Starkius, you say, in this county of Marat, is that in Taldora? Uh yes it would
3: be just to the south Oh uh, it's several it... days travel
0: I, I'm not familiar with the place I, I must admit what is it a uh, trading community is it uh... uh
3: yes small it is small farming on the outside of the palace of birdsong
0: Oh what kind of crops do they grow is it a specialty area or Uh, there are
3: several. We do have some specialty wheats, uh, and I believe, was it, uh, a specialty pea that they were growing? Um, and I believe Nell was using some of, uh, the cranberries from, uh, our nearby sister city, Moost, to make some beautiful, beautiful wines. Cranberry wines.
0: I've I've been searching for uh, for a cranberry supplier, for an idea for a dessert that I've had for quite some time, but couldn't quite find any... proper sourcing, please. I I do hope that you enjoy your meals and and perhaps later we can discuss dealings. Uh, Janmas misses the gilded city for a reason, after all, and we could be beneficial to each other, I'm sure.
3: I'm sure the crabs would love to hear that, and I, if I could ever get her out of Moost, I would love to bring my dear friend Sepsinia and her mother Dame Crab up here. They do so, so love Fine
0: dining. No, I would very much love to meet them, and he bows briefly. And says, I am sure that you will find this meal beyond your satisfactions, but please, if there is anything I can do to make you more comfortable, you need only ask. And thank he, you so much. He nods and steps uh, back across the room to the three on the other side, the bread importers. And as he does, you hear him. <laughs> if you have your meals, you hear him start talking to them. About a supply deal that they were making,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and making, he with, to get him a, with him or with each other.
3: Oh, with, with him. him.
0: This is so how he, he gets his food. Get a okay, more of how the oh, same operation runs.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's getting a really good price, isn't he?
0: It sounds like he is getting a spectacular price. A price. Mm-hmm.
2: And probably far more food than runs through this restaurant. <laughs>
0: hmm so interesting the two of you uh the two of you have what is again a pretty good but
2: let's say dig in to the food but it's not much digging to be digging done it's not a whole
0: <laughs> lot of digging it's already even fully unearthed at this point there's there's nothing to dig into so you know that there is a I uh, pretty much at this point have put together what this place is doing, and the meals are good, but not, not the right home about. Perfectly fine. Definitely, probably not worth the price that most people are paying for them. Fortunately, he's giving you this one, so you're good to go. But
2: I'm going to continue looking genuinely impressed, mm-hmm. because I am genuinely impressed. The <laughs> amount of crap racket. that comes out of this man's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's an impressive racket, to be sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as he comes back over to your table at at the end of the meal here, which is fairly brief, uh, unless you really take your time with this, it's...
3: Oh, like, like, every bite is heaven. Like, just milking it.
2: Savor it a little bit, but Mm -hmm. not take literally forever.
0: Yeah. He comes back. And he says, now, do you think? The
3: sheer artistry of what you have set up on the plate. Shelled would worship this for sure. I, I, I've never seen anything like it, not in Opara, not in Castamere. I've never. I'm, I'm speechless.
0: This is Beautiful praise, my lady, and I thank you. I am glad that everything you had found to your taste. And you, sir, I hope that you as well were pleased by your experience here at Savories.
2: Now, truly an experience I do not think I will ever see met in another location.
0: Then I have certainly done my job well, as have my wonderful chefs in the back. Now, I do have uh, one final thing that I like to include. Uh not sure how familiar the pair of you are with magical dealings, but I am a bit of a studied mage myself, and there is a spell that I have prepared in my travels that is very much useful in the after meal to enjoy the the glow of such an experience for for much longer if I may.
3: Baylor? Darling?
0: If you are uncomfortable, I, I I surely understand, but you've you've not had the full savories experience without it, I assure you. But please, I do not wish to press my newest clients here. And I do not wish to force anything you are uncomfortable with. If that is all, as I said, it's the least I can do to offer it to the envoys of Eutropia and Well
3: You know, I I I I think I
2: like, is anyone else has anyone else finished a meal more recently?
0: They are going very slowly, and it seems like half the experience of savories is just being be allowed in, in savories. there. Savories, yeah, and yeah. they mm-hmm. like the ones across you are setting up a deal with Argentis as they sit here. Mm-hmm. So neither of the other two groups have left yet. No,
2: I, I feel I would be a bit more comfortable had I seen it. Occur on someone else. No, no, it's...
0: no, of course. I very much, I very much understand. Uh, magic is a fickle thing, and it's uh, as one who has practiced it for many years of my adult life, I understand that more fully than most. But I do hope that this has been an evening to remember, and that perhaps if you're due, once your duties here are finished, the pair of you may return.
3: I, we would so desperately love to and and to bring our the other members of our uh group as well i can't hardly fathom that they have missed out on such a wonderful
0: experience i'm certain that we'll be able to work something else now please do savor the rest of your evening thank you and he steps aside to uh check in with the table next to you guys
2: can I roll to, like, size him up? I will be
0: a, a categorically a knowledge local. You absolutely yeah. can.
2: See, if this guy were putting these abilities to other uses, how effective he might be.
0: So with
2: mm. a, Only 15, a
0: 15, f- there's, there's not a ton that you can tell. Uh, you shook off whatever magic that tried to take hold of you fairly easily, but you're not even sure that originated actually from him. Uh, mm. But looking him over, he does have a pair of spellbooks on his hip. And anyone who knows more spells than one spell book will hold is at least a fairly formidable wizard. But you can't get a whole lot beyond that. Mm-hmm. unsure so do you leave after your evening of dining Um,
2: I, I would I'm... try to linger a little while mm-hmm. like finishing off a drink or something mm-hmm. to see if I could draw it out enough to see him cast anything on someone else but if it starts getting to the point where it's awkward and feeling like we'd be asked to leave I would Throw D100.
0: Just throw me a D100. Don't get the luck die going in here.
2: I think this is the first one I've rolled of these.
0: That's a 31. 31. So you linger for a couple minutes just slowly nursing a drink, and it doesn't look like any of the other two groups are going to be leaving anytime soon. You'd have to, you would have to kind of awkwardly hang around for anyone else to be getting out before the pair of yeah. you do. That D100. For those of you unfamiliar, it's just the luck die. Roll high, things work more in your favor, you roll low, they don't, instead of me just arbitrarily deciding. That's mm-hmm. a cool thing. I like doing it.
3: So I would stand with the help of Baylor and just look that I'm just like so taken in, just looking around as we as we leave. Like I'm just totally enchanted with everything that the um the whole place has to also so I'm
0: gonna have I'll let you do it bard as you guys mm-hmm. leave I'm gonna have you roll me one bluff roll because mm-hmm. you're basically pretending to have been charmed Mm-hmm. Alrighty. and uh I'm gonna have you roll a bluff to see if you do get that past him all right so you get 29 pretty good bluff If you saw through it, he doesn't openly show it. And the two of you head out of Zaveries. Mm hmm. Meanwhile. Smiling. Elsewhere in the town, there (laughs) has been a bar crawl happening. (laughs) So we've got Dara and Inori going on a fantastic adventure trying to find not just a bar, but trying to find the bar to go hang out in. So the two of you are going to want to be heading down to the southwestern section of the city to Bountiful, the district where a whole lot of inns are. And are you actually bar crawling? Are you, like, going through various... Well, that's how we would find
4: it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to use my uh, signature skill, diplomacy, to try and influence and gather rumors at halftime. Halftime.
0: Okay, so Gathering Rumors takes 1d4 hours. It uh, represents you spending all that time trying to find anything of note. So if you want to be bar crawling for a couple of hours trying to learn anything helpful, you can certainly do that, absolutely. Oh, but half the time will be half of 1d4 hours. So I don't know if it says it's 1d4 hours or if it just says half the time. It just says half the time. Yeah, because the normal time is 1d4 hours. So, I mean, it's still probably going to be anywhere from 30 minutes to 2 hours but you can certainly do that because if you're going bar crawling, it's going to be at least 30 minutes to two hours, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let me see. Let me, first of all, go ahead and roll how long this is going to take you. So that's a one. So with your signature, you it's only going to take you 30 minutes to travel around and try and learn something. But give me a diplomacy um, check. And Give me a what? It's then just roll the diplomacy to see if you can find anything. All
1: right, diplomacy.
0: Uh, Getting 23! 23. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. So you're just trying to also just trying to find anything weird, anything out of the ordinary, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, a couple things, but mostly like odd things.
0: So as you poke around some of the taverns and inns and bountiful. Get a couple drinks, listen around, drop in some conversations. You get one man mentioning something a bit odd that he's heard. Ah, uh, you seen that weirdo in the red bird mask? No. Bird. Uh, I have. Uh, That's the sundown. He was crouched top of a building, like, like I don't even know what really. He lets out a massive burp. He's pretty drunk. Over by that old theater up north, where the the Twilight kids or whatever meet up every evening, is a creepy-looking dude. But if I guess he was gonna do more than just stand around and look weird, he probably would have done it by now. I hope. <clears throat> anyway,
4: what else was this red bird-masked man doing besides just? Brooding on top of rooftop. Just.
0: This kind of looks up like he's thinking. Takes a drink of his mug. I don't know. Just. people watching, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, anything out of the ordinary, and that's. that's Weird man standing on rooftops wearing a mask definitely fits that description.
4: Like, was it full face encompassing or like just over the eyes?
0: What it was like a. Oh, uh, a damn building. It's like a red. Like a. Might have been a. Like a cat mask. Or like yeah. a. Yeah, like, or like a. I don't know, like a wolf. That oh, was red, though. It was sundown. It was there, dark. Friend. I'd been drinking. Ow. <laughs> I'm not just in here in the mid-afternoon today. No,
4: <laughs> no. uh... Maybe a few more silver slides will help you remember a little bit better.
0: I ain't gotta kind of, uh, appreciate the drinks.
4: Well, no. hey, uh, every little bit helps, right?
0: Slides it back over. Ah, it does, Lassie. I can't resist to buy you one, perhaps.
4: Oh. <laughs> Darn! do you have any questions for this? <laughs> oh, gentleman?
2: <laughs> the best pickup line ever. Let me buy you a drink with your with own money. the money, money I think, <laughs> the money. Money. Scared
5: scared
0: I mean, <laughs> it's pretty smooth.
2: Very smooth.
0: You the opposite ends of the successful charm person scale from the guy doing it with oh, yeah. magic to this idiot. So, <laughs> I mean, they're getting the
2: same amount of success on the, the party. party.
0: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, finding nothing else useful there, you continue heading around to bars. You head into a uh, one near the eastern edge of Bountiful, right about in the center of town, kind of near Hedge Hill, called the Whistling Wyvern. You step in the door. At the bar immediately, you see Lieutenant Tanchar. Appears to be drinking with a group of friends. Oh, shit. A smaller dwarven woman wearing a fairly grimy breastplate and a, a very tall... Girl that doesn't look like she really belongs with the pair of them, with a uh, kind of a, the, the tricorn hat, the fashion, and a bright purple feather sticking out of it, with a, uh, a very long cloak draping down nearly to the floor from his shoulders, down to the floor from the bar stool she's sitting on. And she is much more finely dressed than the pair of them, They're the other pair, the dwarf and Taychar. But they are all sitting at a bar together. Taychar with a huge mug in front of him the dwarf with a huge mug in front of her and the uh thin woman with a little much fancier almost martini glass with a fruit wedge on the edge of it now they haven't seen you yet so if you want to leave you can do that
1: do we want to leave we are just trying to gather gather information i don't know if it will be
4: what are you afraid of this guy or something Oh, past lovers or something? I need to know about here, Dara.
1: That is none of your business. Thank you very
4: much. <laughs> Our conversations are always so delightful. <laughs> no, I remember the last time you guys, you, you and your uh, your buddy over there, were talking. It looked like you were kind of squared off a little bit. Like he was really happy to see. Oh, sh- well,
0: as he talking, oh. you look up, you see Teyla looking right at you. Moses with his mug. And turns back to the table.
1: I'll walk right over and call for another mug. Well, Lenori gets a, ready. We are going in.
4: <laughs> Roger that.
0: So you come up and there's a you can this free stool next to him. You can sit down. Yep. And as you as you do, he doesn't look you, he's still just looking forward over the bar. His mug in hand. Takes a big old drink and puts his mug down. The dwarf is kind of looking at you. And the lady seems to be having a perfectly good time. He sits there with a the martini in hand, takes a big, uh, tiny little sip, and places it back now down. I'll reach your hand out.
1: Jolil Rostum.
0: Then the, the dwarf just kind of looks at your hand and looks back at you. And the lady will reach over very gently. Emble Highton, pleasure to make your acquaintance.
1: This is my companion, Inori.
0: And she smiles you and at you as well. And she's a fairly pleasant looking woman. And Teichar is still just sitting there, <laughs> glaring forward.
4: Is this your friend that you're telling me about? Techar? Was that what it was? I'm Dara's friend, Inori. How are you?
0: He looks at the pair of you and turns up Oi! Bartender! Two more aisles. You buy your own. I don't know you.
1: <laughs> Make it whiskey because I know it's T.H.R.'s favorite. I'll you get kinda, I'll get this round.
0: Kind of smokes. Bit harder than I was planning on going tonight. Well, n- n- I can't handle you know. I'm sure. Apologize. The other day. I was abrupt. I'm sure you have your reasons.
1: It was a surprise to see you, also, but it's nothing a few drinks can't get past.
0: Earl told us Tropio was sending in her own agents, trying to swing yon miss their way. Your face is the last one I expected to see among them. I'll say that much.
1: I can't say I'm that surprised to see you with these, but I su- I am surprised that you're out here. What are you? Uh, why come all the way out here?
0: And the, uh, the dwarf sits up in her seat a little bit and then turns to you. lot of and bravos mercenary company. We'll take care of streets. And Tear said, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm mercenary now. just hired our band to come in here and. imagine do the same thing. Eutropia sent your Lord in for. Figure out what's going on here in Yonmas and do it in the name of the Imperials.
1: Have you been having as much trouble as I have with these noble folk?
0: Can't stand the damn presence for more than ten minutes. That's why I'm here. Fortunately, the and over here does also. most of the talk. And uh, the entire lady smiles and nods again. That's why Markandez assigned me to work with you, of course. We've
1: got one of you also.
0: Neshaw, uh, the Syrian witch. Balzi, bringing her in here to do the talking, given the situation. I wouldn't bring a foreigner for that kind of talking here in Yonvis. A lot of them aren't taken kindly to outsiders these days.
1: Sometimes you need something different to get a reaction out of people.
0: So, any luck so far?
1: No. These people are useless. And there's no real lead so far.
0: So well, I'm here. I'm taking a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be found. People don't want our damn help. But the money is good. And we could use the business. And the exposure. The Earl's a powerful sort of man. We get this figured out for him, we'll be sitting pretty. You lucked out in your time after the military, Dara. Not all of us were so lucky. How so? I'm a damn mercenary, what you mean, how so? Not a whole lot of skills apply to. If you want the ten bar for coppers a night, I guess. Sweep up a man's stoop. Now, Yeah, skills to do what needs to be done, and. You're in a situation here in Yarmus a places need needed. I tell you what, make your deal for old time's sake. Stay out our way, we'll stay out of yours.
1: Sounds like a good deal to me.
0: At this point, the uh, the bartender comes by and sets down two shot glasses and pours out some whiskey in the pair of them. He pulls his hand uh, hand back. T.H.R. reaches out and pulls the whole bottle of whiskey out of his hand and puts it on the table.
1: (laughs) We're getting totally blackout.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Make that fortitude save. Picks up the shot glass and holds it up. I'm, Come
1: on. I'll pick up the shot glass. Clink. Portal time's shoots sake. it
0: back. And as he shoots it, Emblew winces harder than he does. <laughs> Just smelling it from her <laughs> uh, distance over there. <laughs> the dwarf laughs and shakes her head and dons a mug. So the pair of you are going to be spending your evening here, unless you wish to break this early. Honestly, not really talking much. Much He takes the kind of drinking somewhat near distances, mostly silence approach to bar friendship. And doesn't really offer a whole lot beyond that of his own volition. Emblaz doesn't know you two and is fairly quiet. The dwarf doesn't seem a whole lot for conversation either. But I suppose this is a much better situation than the last time you'd met Lieutenant THR to end our session on this evening. Pulling it a bit short, unfortunately, because we had to start late. And is that. Is that another not a cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, it's uncomfortable. It's was, kind it of. It's awkward.
4: pretty close to. I was a thinking maybe bar
0: fight? A <laughs> little awkward, but no you, the, the the twist here is that there is no twist. Yeah. T H R respects you doing what you gotta do. He's here doing what he gotta do. And if you two aren't getting in each other's way, well, so be it.
1: I feel like I can work something out with him at some point. As long as I get him from like, you know, really unfriendly to neutral. We're getting places.
0: He's, he's, he's neutral now. He's neutral with you. <laughs> At least. He kind of ignored me. Yeah, pretty much completely.